Welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today we have Cheston Davis of Phonescope.com on the line. Cheston, how you doing? Uh, doing great, Jay. How are you? Good. I understand you just got done with a bear hunt in Utah and uh, ran yourself ragged for 10 days. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely different than what I'm used to. I'm definitely uh, <laughs> not up to, to chasing dogs and running and gunning and... Uh, living that type of lifestyle it was definitely something different i've come to find out that houndsmen they're either uh 100 just in love with what they do or they're crazy i haven't decided which one exactly but <laughs> maybe a little it was both. quite the experience yeah yeah definitely <laughs> so your hunt um was a draw hunt that you drew there in utah um i believe on the beaver and yeah how do you go about uh when you have a spring tag like this how do you go about uh, hunting bears and kind of give me the day-to-day of how that hunt ran down so you know we get up every morning super early get the dogs up going and uh as soon as daylight just started to get blue we'd start cutting canyons and uh, just put three dogs up on top of the truck and just keep going till they start rigging um and this is something 100 percent new to me my very first bear hunt i'm not much of a line hunter or bear hunter so uh it was all a new experience to me and honestly i got huge respect for not only the animal but also the the houndsmen and those dogs those dogs and the houndsmen are just some of the most amazing duo you'll ever see how they work together and they're able to know exactly where they're heading and if it's on a bear on a lion if they get off onto a different direction it was just a cool experience i mean we cut these canyons and then uh once we once we got a bear going, dogs would turn out, and you'd watch the GPS, and once they would either, A, get it up in a tree or just keep walking it, then we'd have to get in closer to try to go see what we had, see if we had something big enough to kill. But most of the time, we spent our uh, time digging out of trucks. I'm sure most people notice on social media we got stuck a lot, blew a lot of tires. It was a rough 10 days. <laughs> Those bears, um, you know... Typically, what kind of habitat will they be in? Um, you know, how long will they have been out of hibernation? And, you know, how much moving around were they doing? At the very beginning of the hunt, we was having a hard time finding any type of bears. Um, they was they was pretty much held up or really close to their den is what uh, my buddies were believing. So it took until it started getting quite a bit warmer. We still had a lot of snow coming in even into May. So once it started getting warm, that's when we started getting into the fresher bear sign. Um, We'd find them higher than what I would guess. They'd kind of be falling that snow line up really high where that green grass is starting to pull up. And they'd love that type of fresh vegetation to where there's the flowers starting to pop and fresh green grass and all that new type of vegetation just barely popping. Yeah, exactly. And those bears, um, you know, Typically, are they running all night and and out and about, or are they you know they moving around a lot during the daytime, or did you find them to be pretty lethargic during the day? Yeah, it seemed like they was doing most of their moving during the night and early mornings, so we never could really cut anything fresh during the day. But then again, um, 
I don't, I'm just kind of relaying what I was told. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that are like, Oh, that's totally false. So I could be telling a total story, but I'll, I'll say with confidence. Like I know exactly what I'm meaning. How's that? But we found most of uh, all the sign to be during the night. And so we would be able to, we'd end up putting up the dogs about two o'clock in the afternoon and going to work till midnight and getting up the next morning, doing it again. Yeah. Uh, and, the beaver isn't exactly an open place where you can really glass them real well. I mean, it's pretty thick. Did you find yourself chasing those bears and chasing the dogs through a bunch of blowdowns and a bunch of crazy country? Oh, yeah, that was what we experienced the most was chasing the dogs when we we didn't glass one bear up. There was one time when the dogs were going nuts. We turned them out, and I'm just standing there. Then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, that looks like a bear, and it was about 150 yards away. And I'm like, oh, maybe not. And then right when I said that, the bear started to walk. I'm like, holy crap. Well, of course, here I am, 200 yards away from the truck without my bow or a gun. So I'm running back to the truck, and then my buddy Duke, we're using his dogs that day, he starts running over to try to pull his dogs up from the canyon to tell him the bear's up here, guys. And they was following the wind down the canyon, when in all reality the bear was up top. So it turned into quite the fiasco of a day and we spent we spent the rest of the day getting to the dogs and they ended up catching up with that bear and uh they never did tree it they were just walking it and but we we could never get into where they, they was at because of the roadless uh area and there was a private elk ranch on the back side of the beaver mountains that they was up against and just in some really nasty terrain so by the time we was getting into where they was at the dogs were all wore out because it got so hot that the dogs were just they were done for the day, and they was heading back up to where we dumped them out and picked up most of the dogs that day and had to chalk it up as a loss. When you guys actually um, ran into your bear and, and got him caught, what, you know, tell me how that went down, and did you end up getting him with your bow or with a gun? Yeah, you know, that was a, that was a sweet experience because he treed fairly quick. Um, and when I say fairly quick, it was still obviously miles, but nothing like an all-day event. So we was able to get him, they walked him for a little bit, and then we treat him up, and I was able to shoot him with my bow, and it was kind of a cool experience. I've never seen an animal uh, die so quickly. I mean, it was probably 10 seconds or less. It was well-placed arrow, and I'm not going to lie, I was really spooked once I released that arrow as to what's that bear going to do when he falls out of that tree. I mean, is he going to just totally go nuts? He's going to have all these dogs barking and going crazy. I mean, obviously, he's, his adrenaline's going to be rushing. So I threaded that arrow, and uh, right then I hurry and reach down and grab another one, and he's up there, and he died in the top of the tree. So we ended up, couldn't climb up the tree, so we found a couple of giant logs and wedged him up there and was able to get him out of the tree. So it was a fun experience, something I've never done before in my life, and... Uh, something that uh i'm okay if i wait another five or ten years to do it again (laughs) (laughs) how big did you end up getting a big bear uh yeah he was a really good bear um i mean probably 350 400 pounds i'm waiting for the rest of the the skull and stuff to size to come back i got it down at travis roundy's place he's gonna measure it out for me but really good really good bore for us especially for the bad luck that we had for every countless day we went out it seemed like we just couldn't find anything big and uh we couldn't find much was nothing was really moving around so it was a pretty 
pretty poor spring season for us. So, Justin, I want to ask you, uh, for those people that don't know you from prior podcasts, and, uh, you know, we've talked about kind of your background with phonescope.com and you and your dad and, you know, you guys starting the company and, and all of that. But from a business standpoint, uh, Phonescope has seen some incredible growth. You know, you guys are in Walmart, you're in Sportsman's Warehouse. Uh, you, you sell a ton of stuff off of phonescope.com. Um, how has that um, progression of the, you know, the company growing and growing and growing and becoming more well-known, you know, kind of talk a little bit how, you know, maybe some of the challenges, some of the hurdles that you face with a growing company um, and, you know, how is the health of the company right now? Um, you know, it's definitely, we definitely have our challenges. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people just see the, the positive and stuff, but we definitely have our heads against the wall. I feel six out of seven days. Um, it was awesome and fun back when it was kind of an adventure and something new and neat and trying to get it to market and all the above. And now you look back and it's like, oh, now I'm living a nightmare. You start laughing <laughs> about it. But in all reality, you know, it's it's the times when your head's against the wall that you get to learn your true self and learn how to how to overcome those obstacles and how to grow not only as a company but also as a family under this one roof. You know, all of our employees, we put our heads together and we figure out how we're going to overcome the obstacle that we're against. And sometimes it comes down to our biggest problem is not enough manpower, not enough employees to cover all the demographics that we're hitting because phone scopes, it's pretty broadened beyond the hunting market, even though hunting's where we started because it's something we're all passionate about. Um, it's hard for us to be able to be in five different niche markets with a, within a given time. So I would probably say our biggest hurdle right now is, is just manpower being able or being is manpower having to be at multiple different places at once. That makes sense. With with those different niche, niches you talk about, um, you know, talk about those different niches and uh, the different markets. Is is hunting your biggest market? Is birding your biggest market? Like where where are you? You know, where do you see you know your your biggest segment of of the marketplace? Um, hunting is definitely our biggest market right now. Um, I think it's because we put a lot of our time and effort resources into the hunting. Uh, community, but birding is a really strong market for us as well. Astronomy is right there with it as well. We we do a lot with astronomers, but also with our colleges and microbiology, medical fields. There's a lot of smaller other markets that are really coming on to playing a big role. We got the private investigation market that's really coming on board. People that are anywhere from your game wardens to your actual PI officers to your police officers to all different types of people that use optical devices that can use a phone scope to be able to actually document people doing something in a way that they can play it back and show one another. It's just kind of crazy to see how it's grown and where it's gone to from what we originally wanted it to be, I guess you should say. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm sure it is uh, cool. Um, but like you said, when you're kind of in the heat of the battle, sometimes it's it's hard to see uh, the positives, which um, from a consumer standpoint, you know, there's a ton of positives in the fact that you guys basically can adapt any phone to any optic 
and be able to shoot you know photos and videos you know basically have images at your fingertips um, for those that aren't familiar with phone scope can you tell us uh, about the molding process and and how you actually go about you know adapting any phone to any optic yeah no, no problem at all so we build all of our products right here in the states um, and what we'll do is when a new phone comes out, we'll take it, we'll build a prototype of it. So we have our engineers take it, break it down, figure out the center point for the camera, put our C2 disc is what we call the round piece that goes on the phone to where your adapter twists in and out of. And we'll go ahead and mock everything up, look at it, make sure everything looks good. Then we'll 3D prototype it. We take it, we check everything, make sure the phone fits nice and tight, no slop, check and make sure the the adapter twists in, and then we'll double-check make sure that everything's lined up properly. Once this is all done and approved, which honestly it sounds simple, and I just probably made it sound simple over the phone, which we're talking a good two- to four-week process, we then turn around and we take it to tooling. So then we start building the injection tool, which takes another two to four weeks. And once that's done, we then are able to inject the tool and once we inject a few out, we'll take it, retest everything, and then find out that our shrink rate has been off somewhere. And so then we have to go through and make a few minor tweaks. Once everything's fixed, then we're able to actually polish that tool and then get ready for mass production. So it's kind of, uh, sounds simple, but a long process to be able to continually keep up with all these changing phones. Bless Apple and Samsung and all these other guys that keep on bringing out brand new phones left and right. <laughs> but it uh, that's kind of how the process works to get it to market. And then for the adapter side, we're able to do the same thing and build an injected tool. And therefore, that's for our common spotting scopes, binoculars, telescopes, and items that have a really popular uh, part number. Things that aren't that popular, we actually have a lathe. So we have a CNC lathe, and then we also have just a hand lathe. And so if a customer sends us in a really oddball scope, then we'll take it back. Then our machinist will take the measurement of the ID, chuck everything up, and then they'll cut an actual custom adapter right there, test fit it on the spotting scope, give it back to the shipping department, and then they'll mail out an actual custom adapter. If it's one that we sell, say, 200 of a month, something that's not classified as a really common part, then what we'll do is we'll build a bunch of them from our CNC lathe, that way we can build multiple of them at one time and, and maintain the consistency of the ID, but yet it's not popular enough for us to build uh, an injection tool, which costs us a lot of time and money to be able to do that. Okay, that's a good explanation. And it, I mean, is it safe to say with the advancement in the phone technology as far as you know, the quality of photos and videos, I mean, is it, is, is it already way further along than what you anticipated when you and your dad kind of first were holding the phone up to the scope and, you know, getting the idea. I mean, it seems like with, with the new phones, it's just, it's, it's taken it to a whole nother level now. You know, it still shocks me the quality that these cell phones are producing. And the only thing they're lacking is to be able to zoom in further and further. And once you throw them onto a spotting scope, you take away that, that part of their lacking so honestly yeah it blows me away i mean people are shooting 4k through a cell phone which 
four or five years ago, nobody knew what 4K was. So it's for what a cell phone's producing now, it's just insane when you hook it up to a high piece of glass, a high dollar piece of optic. It's the the results are just honestly mind blowing, breathtaking. It's it's amazing. I hear you guys are doing a Utah elk hunt giveaway. I was wondering if you could uh, tell the listeners a little bit about those details and where they can go to um, to find out more and to sign up for this giveaway. Yeah, no, we're really excited. Um, so what we've done is we bought a hunt from R&K Outfitters out of northern Utah. Going to give away a Utah elk hunt. Obviously, we're based out of Utah. Love hunting Utah. Utah's got some great elk. I mean, Jay, you was able to hunt probably one of the best units in Utah. This one won't be quite like that, but there's nothing quite like hunting the rut in Utah. So the hunt we're giving away will take place right during the rut, and uh, you'll have bulls bugling. You can use any legal weapon, your bow, rifle, muzzleloader, you pick. Um, accommodation, it's all expenses paid. So we're going to cover the flights to get people out here. The lodge is a five-star lodge, amazing. Own private chef, you name it, it's, it's awesome. They've got a pond, a small pond there that's got fish in it. So during the day, if you're not out somewhere, you can go back and hang out there. We went up last year and hung out a little bit, was able to hit some golf balls and just kind of goof around and, it was a it was a sweet time up at their lodge, but the cool part is, is on top of that, the grand prize winner will not only win the Elcon giveaway, they're going to win a full Vortex Razor Optics package. It's going to come with spotting scope, uh, 85 millimeter too. So it's going to come with an 85 millimeter Vortex Razor spotter, a pair of 10 by 50 Razor binos. It's going to come with a whole new outfit from Badlands with a backpack. Obviously, phone scope, setup, you name it, cooler tray, Utah Hydrographics gift cards, ton of stuff for the first place uh, winner. And then we're going to give away 25 second place winners. So the 25 second place winner, they're going to they're going to get a pair of 10 by 42 Vortex binoculars, uh, cooler tray, uh, Utah Hydrographics gift card. Um, let's see, phone scope kit. I believe a Badlands Bino harness. What, I think if there's anything else. what do they have to do to be eligible? So what you do to be eligible is you go to our website, and there's two different ways to enter. And the the URL, the best way to do it is go to phonescope.com slash elk hunt. And there's two ways to where you can do it. You can go online and just purchase something directly off our website, and any purchase is going to get the person entered into it. They'll have to opt in at the very end. You'll say, yes, opt me into the giveaway. And then it'll send us their uh, all their information to put them into the drawing. But there's ways where you can get bonus tickets as well. So if you go to the store and say you buy a phone scope from Sportsman's Warehouse, then all you got to do is cut out that UPC code and your receipt and then submit it online. And then that'll also uh, get you entered into the contest. But you'll get bonus tickets by doing it through a retail store. So we're kind of making it to where anytime somebody buys something that's phone scope related, you're getting entered into this. There also is a free uh, way to enter where you just got to go on onto our website and it'll show you the no purchase necessary way to enter. And you can enter in that way as well. But we're going to be doing some fun promotions between here and the very end of June 30th, which is the last day of the giveaway, to where we can do a bunch of bonus tickets to where you buy a hat, so you'll get an extra eight tickets into the, to the drawing or a ton of different fun ways. We wanted to kind of do something really fun with this. And uh, elk's my passion, so... 
I kind of picked the grand prize on this one, and we're going to look into doing a deer hunt next year or something. But wanted to start out with an elk hunt here in Utah, and so we kind of threw all this together, and we're going to have a good time. That's awesome. So just to be clear, this is a guided elk hunt on private land uh, in northern Utah, and you can hunt with yeah. a bow, muzzleloader, or rifle right when they're bugling? Yep, it's going to be the uh, September 5th through the 9th is when it's going to be. Okay. So the first part of September, and it's a CWMU up there that R&K has, so it's all private CWMU land. Okay. Awesome. It sounds uh, sounds awesome. And guys can go to phonescope.com forward slash elk hunt to find out more details. You betcha. And it sounds like what I heard you say is, um, you know, you guys are a sponsor of the podcast and, you know, uh, guys use the J. Scott uh, 16 promo code. If they order directly through Phonescope, they get a 10% discount. But what you're also saying is those people that, that buy any Phonescope products uh, through uh, Sportsman's Warehouse or uh, uh, um, uh, Walmart or any other retailers, they basically can just cut their uh, receipt out and send the, the UPC code and they're still going to be eligible. You bet. Yeah, we wanted to make it to where we didn't just define only people bought on our website. We wanted to open up to everybody. So we wanted to give everybody an option. And so there's there's a million different ways to honestly enter and win and we're going to change up some some ways from here on out that they can get bonus tickets or we're going to give away some extra stuff just to keep an eye on our social media feeds the best thing i got i'm going to say because we got some really cool stuff that's going to be popping up here shortly great that's that's fantastic sounds like a great time and that's for this 2017 uh fall season coming up correct you bet yeah it's uh it's going to be coming hot and heavy i'm excited can't wait to hear those bulls bugling yeah it's going to be great for sure uh also notice that you've got the new gopro hero 5 um adapter out the phone scope adapter for that um tell me a little bit about that and what have you seen as far as uh the positives for the gopro hero 5 yeah we finally got the gopro hero 5 out we had some problems with the tool um but it's out we're we're excited because uh the GoPro Hero 5 is a great advancement in small cameras. I mean, it's the quality that it takes is amazing. The 4K frame on it is beyond anything else we've seen. Um, one of the problems GoPro lacks is its zoom at all because it's actually seeing everything at 1x, which is it's um, it's so wide angle that you get some vignetting. The cool thing is, is because you can film in 4K, you can crop that down and eliminate all that vignetting and still maintain it. 1080 or higher frame rate so this new gopro they've got out is a sweet gopro it's lightweight the battery lasts for a long time it's got a built-in screen so no more having to guess where you're actually pointing you can see right there on the screen exactly where it's at so i'd say one of the biggest positives is the fact that they've actually got a screen built into this one as well as it being a lot smaller and the batteries lasting a lot longer than the previous ones Good stuff. Um, also, you were telling me that you're um, about ready to um, have the OtterBox and LifeProof cases um, where they're adaptable to um, the PhoneScope adapter. Tell me, tell me when you think those will be available and um, how do you think they're going to be? So we've got the iPhone 5 and 6 out, um, but we've been struggling with the iPhone 7 and 7 Plus just because we've had some problems with our machines. 
Um, kind of like I told you earlier, and I'll admit it right here that we've had a handful of problems, but we're uh, we've got everything up and running now, and we're now going you, full you, bore ahead working. Not to interrupt you, but you're specifically talking about the OtterBox and LifeProof cases for the five and six are out, but you're talking about the seven and the seven plus. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So the iPhone five and six are already available on our website for sale. The seven and seven plus, we're hoping to have them out and ready for sale within the next thirty to forty-five days. So we're pushing them as hard as we can and trying to make sure that every loose end's buttoned up and they're ready to rock and roll. We had a couple little minor mishaps, but uh, live and learn, and we're we're going forward a hundred miles an hour right now. Good. And have you found that a lot of people um, really like leaving their phones in their cases, such as the OtterBox or the LifeProof, um, and and but they still want to use the phone scope? And so there was a, you, you know, I know for myself there was a little bit of a dilemma of you know having my phone basically unprotected, not in a case. Um, so you guys have basically solved that problem. Yeah. Yeah. We we definitely we listened to the customers and we kind of heard that. They're like, man, I wish I didn't have to take it out of my otter box because, A, it's a pain in the butt. B, I want to be able to make sure it's protected because I'm in the mountains, I'm a, I'm a guy, I'm rough on it, you know, all the above, which we totally understand and respect. So what do we do? We go to the drawing board and, guys, we got to figure this out. So we've got to figure it out, um, and we're going to have them ready for sale here as soon as we can, we'll definitely keep it popped up on our social media feed as soon as they're available. Probably send out an email blast. If there's anybody that's looking for one specifically that wants us to add to our email list, we've got an email list going for as soon as they're available. We'll send it out to those that actually have emailed us and asked, hey, let me know when this is available so I can get be one of the first to get one. So we do have that. You can email us at support at phonescope.com, and we'll gladly add you to the uh, wait list. Therefore, as soon as it's available, you'll be one of the very first to know, and we'll get one in your hands and get you smiling. <laughs> get you smiling. Um, do you, back to an uh, earlier question I had, it, it sounds like with what you're saying here is you want people that, that you know, want to ha- be on the, you know, front lines of getting these um, OtterBox and LifeProof, you know, capabilities in the 7, 7 Plus, like, there, there's a whole level of customer out there that buys from Walmart, but you still want to have the ability to have that direct-to-consumer relationship through your website with PhoneScope, you know, where they can order um, directly through PhoneScope.com. So what you're saying is if they want to be on that list, they need to go ahead and send that email um, right away, correct? Yeah, just shoot us an email and let us know that you're looking forward to purchasing one of these new cases or any new phone out that's that's come out. It's like the S, Samsung S8 and S8 Plus. Um, let us know if there's a new phone that we haven't released yet, but you want to be on the waiting list so you can know when something's coming out. Feel free to shoot us a message. We're here. Our phone lines are here as well. If we don't answer, leave us a voicemail and let us know, hey, I needed this, this, this. And we'll get back to you. We'll add you to that wait list. Therefore, we can make sure that you're getting the necessary info in front of you as soon as we possibly can get it to you. And from a customer um, relations standpoint, how important is it to you to have uh, a customer's business for life? And, um, you know, I believe your product comes with a you know, money-back guarantee as far as if, if it breaks or something, you will replace it. Um, how important is that to be able to have, 
you know, obviously people every couple of years are getting new phones. I would assume it's very important for you to, you know, to, to make sure that you can make that customer happy. Yeah, and that's that's the main reason why we don't rush any of these molds out because we got to make sure we nail it dead on the money the first time. So our R&D and our quality control takes quite a bit longer than we'd like, but we want to make sure that everything's dead on the money before we go to market because, like you said, it means the world to us to make sure that all of our customers are happy and satisfied. The last thing we want is for somebody to get out in the field and realize that the shortcut one of our engineers took is making their phone not stay into the case properly or it's letting it do this. And so to answer that question fully, it means the world to us. That's kind of what we take pride on and we pride our business around is customer service and making sure that we're offering exactly what they're they're purchasing. So, And the next thing is, too, is if we don't know anything's broke, we can't fix it either. So if there's anybody has a problem, we need to know. That way we can make it right with that customer and make sure we get them up and running and taken care of in a timely manner. Vortex has done a great job in the industry by offering that exact service, and we compliment those guys and want to try to strive to have exactly what they have by taking care of the customers as quickly and fast as they can. That's awesome. Um, what hunts, uh, well, first let me say, is there anything else going on at PhoneScope um, you know, that you want to make the listeners aware of, the customers aware of out there? Um, and then the next question would be, have you drawn any hunts for this fall or do you, do you have some plans uh, for some drawn hunts that you have? You know, I uh, caught wind that I should have a Colorado tag, but I don't know which one yet because I kind of did that little go through the back door and look to see if it shows what tags I have. So I'm planning on hunting Colorado third season, but I'm not sure exactly which which hunt I'm going to be hunting. So I'm hoping I got that. I got my Utah tag. Um, I did draw a tag out in Nevada, uh, a mule deer tag, to hunt with Bull Ridge. So I'll be out there hunting with Trevor and the boys. Um, really good friends of mine. I enjoy going out and just spending some good time with those guys. So looking forward to that. But as far as uh, New Mexico and all these other states, I kind of got let down this year. So we'll... Uh, well, you've had to... a pretty good run. I don't feel too sorry for you. <laughs> that is very true, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll pull an Arizona strip tag. You never know. Maybe there's still some <laughs> luck left, you know. <laughs> pull some more rabbit out of the hat, huh? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. You never know, right? That's true. <laughs> well, it sounds like you've got a lot of stuff uh, going on over there and um, some exciting stuff. And that's uh, neat that you're um, able to do a giveaway on the elk hunt, uh, that rut hunt in northern Utah. That's going to be awesome. And uh, just encourage the listeners to um, check out phonescope.com and uh, uh you can find all of Cheston's products uh, on phonescope.com. You can also find them in many retailers. Um, Cheston, speaking of that, through, across the country, um, you're fairly widespread as far as your availability uh, Phonescope products out there. Can you speak a little bit about that with your different retailers? Yeah. The, so Sportsman's Warehouse is going to be putting in a brand new gondola, kind of like an island in one of the main walkways. So they're going to be the best 
person to go in that's going to have the broadest selection of items. They're going to be putting in quite a big selection. We're really excited because it's going to be easy for the consumer to go in and pick up immediately what they're looking for. Um, Cabela's also has a great selection. And then Shields is really stocking a great selection as well in, I believe, every single store that they have. So if you're looking for a major retailer, right off the bat, those those right there are going to be can't go wrong walking into one of those stores. Um, your Walmart's going to have obviously your your few universal kits, but it's going to be only a couple versus what you're going to be able to get at the other stores. And then mom and pops, we got a lot of mom and pops spread out all over. That's got a great setup of inventory. So my best recommendation would be go to our dealer locator on our website, type in your zip code, and it'll show you what's within a certain mile radius of where you're at and then you can give them a call and just ask them i'm looking to see if you guys have this in stock or by all means even give us a call and we can do the dealer search for you and point you in the correct direction awesome i know i'm anxious um to get the uh, phone scope adapter for my new btx my swarovski btx so um i'm i'm putting in the verbal request right now uh I'll, I'll try not to email you more than once a week about it but uh i'm anxious to get that so i can start taking some images through that thing <laughs> i'll tell you what i think you got one of the prototypes you're going to be one of our testers so i bet <laughs> it shows picks. up at your house <laughs> tomorrow or i know it shipped so you're gonna you're gonna love it that's awesome. pretty sweet setup so far. How, what do you think of that BTX, Jay, since I got you on the phone now? <laughs> you know, I really like it. Um, I think as far as a weight savings capability compared with the COAs or the doctors, um, you know, it's night and day. You're talking about a 65 millimeter BTX at, you know, 4.114 pounds. You're talking about the 95 millimeter BTX, you know, six and a half pounds. You know, compared with the, you know, doctors, um, you know, that are, what, 11 to 12 pounds. You've got the COAs that are, you know, pushing 14 pounds. Um, so you're talking about, you know, anywhere from, a, you know, an 8 to a 10, you know, 10 pounds uh, weight savings. Uh, from that, uh, that aspect alone, it's unbelievable. I think also, like I've, I've talked about on several episodes of the podcast, the, the tripod that you're able to use with the BTX is, you know, your normal tripod for just your spotting scope or, or your, um, say, your 15s or what have you. Um, and that's a huge weight savings right there. Whereas, like, the um, tripod for my Koa's, you know, probably weighs 12 pounds. Um, and the, you know, the tripod that I use for my 15s and everything else is, you know, probably three and a half pounds. So, I mean, there's another nine pounds of weight savings right there. And from an optical, you know, quality standpoint, um, you, you get that Swarovski wow factor. Um, you know, if, if there is any limitations, you, you know, with the BTX, it is a 30 power fixed with the 65 millimeter or a 35 power fixed on the on the 95 millimeter um, and but you're also being able to look through both eyes and I feel like with the with I have the 65 and the 95 on the BTX I have both objectives and one thing I like is the fact that you know you're not squinting yes you're on 30 or 35 power fixed but you're able to you know scan um, with both eyes whereas like if you're limited to say a spotting scope Yes, you can go to 70 power on my, you know, 30 to 70 power 95 millimeter Swarovski STX, um, 
but you're you're limited to one eye. So I feel like with the ability to use both eyes at 30 power sometimes is better than that, you know, 60, 65 power looking through one eye. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I'm with you 100%. Yeah, and I mean, uh, from where I think the BTX really shines is when you compare them to the, you know, the Koas and the Doctors, the two, you know, big binoculars. Um, and then when you start trying to compare the BTX to spotting scopes, you know, the only thing I would say is, you know, with the 1.7 magnifier that they're coming out with, you know, like on the uh the 30 and the 35 setup i mean that's you know you're you're talking about being able to have you know 55 power or, or i think it's 52 or 55 power fixed um w with the 1.7 magnifier on that 65 millimeter and you know you're going to still be under four and a half pounds that's pretty incredible no that's very true i i like the forehead holder how it holds your forehead in place you know when i first awesome. when i first saw <laughs> that i was like what is that you know that thing looks that kind of looks stupid is a little gimmick thing and quite honestly what i found is it's pretty neat to have it kind of as a guide as far as on your forehead to rest and it, it creates that perfect distance you can you can adjust it in and out and so it creates a perfect distance where your eye you know, doesn't have to bounce back and forth. I'm one of those guys that I glass with the eye cups, you know, all the way in on anything that I use. And sometimes when you're kind of moving and such and panning back and forth, the distance from your eye to the lens, you know, moves a little bit and you sometimes get a little black ring and what have you. But that little forehead piece uh, totally eliminates that because it, your eye stays the same exact distance away from the lens. So it's, it's I think it's a pretty cool little tool. I do too. I'm excited to see how how yeah. it's received for throughout the hunting season. So I'm excited for sure, buddy. Well, um, I want to give you a chance to make sure that uh, you can tell the listeners how they can follow you on social media and um, how they can get a hold of you and remind them also that if you use the J Scott 16 promo code when ordering at PhoneScope.com, you're going to get a 10% discount and. Cheston, I want to say thank you to you specifically because you, you guys sponsor my podcast, but you also allow a discount for my listeners, which is huge. Uh, and anything I can do for my listeners is, you know, big to me for sure. Hey, not a problem at all. We, uh, we appreciate you, Jay. We appreciate all the listeners and the feedback that we've received from the listeners that call us and, and give us their great advice on how to make what well, we feel our product that's the best there is. We, we get their advice on how to make it better, and that's what we love. We love hearing constructive criticism, and I feel like that's what really opens our eyes and makes us shine sometimes is the fact that we're able to see things differently and understand that we can make improvements, and that's kind of where that otter box came from. But as far as following us on social media, we'd love to have anybody that's that's up for it to follow us on uh, Instagram at PhoneScope, Twitter at PhoneScope, and then Facebook at PhoneScope or at Facebook.com slash PhoneScope. And then also we got our YouTube channel. We're going to start really trying to crank out a few more YouTube videos than we have in the past. But we're also going to be working on a coloring book, a kid's coloring book, all the PhoneScope pictures that people have, have taken throughout the past and create something fun for the kids because uh, there's not – there's really nothing out there of North American animals that kids can color. And I was coming with my little boy the other day, and I'm like, hey, that's a great idea. Let's take some, some people's uh, pictures and let's 
see what we can do. So keep an eye open for an opportunity to submit your photos and being able to do something like that here in the future. Thanks a lot, Cheston. Uh, it was nice talking to you. Congrats on successful bear hunt. And, um, yeah, we'll be anxious to see uh, who the winner is for this um, elk hunt that you guys are giving away. And, uh, yeah, we'll hope uh, maybe you'll, you'll draw a strip tag or sheep tag or something crazy. You've got uh, a, a pretty successful roll of, of, of drawing tags going. So um, maybe, it, maybe it'll continue to be your year. Hopefully you're the good luck charm, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. God bless and take care, okay? Thank you. We'll All see right, you. Bye.